Welcome to the Trojan Tailgate Podcast Network. I am proud to introduce to you today your home for honest sports analysis that you won't hear anywhere else. All from a group of friends that met at Troy University. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And here's your host, Hampton Sipper. Welcome in to another edition of the Trojan Tailgate Network's NFL Recap Show. My name is Hampton Sipper, and I'm joined by my good friends, the Reddit extraordinaire himself, Chase Haney, and Quarantine Kyle. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? <laughs> Dude, you know, just like you said, <laughs> day five, going strong in quarantine, I think. But let me tell you something. Watching Alex Smith. And then boys <laughs> down in Washington give Pittsburgh their first loss, made the quarantine a whole lot better. I am ecstatic. Alex Smith is the man. Ron Rivera is the man. Pittsburgh, who? How are we doing tonight, Chase? Man, Alex Smith, I, 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 I got to give you credit, Kyle, because <laughs> man, McKissick caught more balls than – than Michael Thomas in any game last year. Dude, that guy was just catching, like, I, I'm not going to lie, with when I love as a fantasy person to just watch a game where the offensive play call is just sit everybody deep and we want to try to get McKissick on a linebacker and we just got faith that he's going to be able to get four yards before you can get tackled. Like, <laughs> man, it, was, it, it made me think of you the whole entire game. And uh, man, dude, I was I was whoa, 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 the, the football team, and, like whoa. yeah, the offense, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> hey, restart, restart, <laughs> run it back. The, the, sorry, the team, the team that shall not be named, uh, the Washington football name that, that will go down in history for not uh, not ever being <laughs> named. But dude, honestly, man, I think it just shows you that when in yeah. in the draft where you go and get defensive players. That are, that are a whole lot easier to value. Like, if you're big, fast, and strong, man, like, you're going to have a good good time in the NFL and play for a good long time. So, man, it was cool getting to see that sweat guy from Mississippi uh, from yeah. Mississippi State. Like, that guy impressed the crap out of me. So, dude, there's some dogs on defense. And, uh, man, hey, if y'all want to get on <laughs> me for uh, miss saying the Washington football's name, I think Kyle needs to start pulling up. <laughs> Kyle takes all of us, man. It takes all of us. But, man, I'm good. Guys, if you hear me in this podcast and it sounds a little weird, um, Come man, on. I'm on the way to meet the girlfriend's grandparents. Um, so, hey, uh, even even though in uh, retrospect, we still be praying for you, boy. But, uh, no, man, really excited. Uh, love getting to talk to uh, to uh, my boys as, as I'm headed to uh, and headed to meet the grandparents. But, anyways, man, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good pod. Um, Hampton. Honestly, not really. It doesn't feel quite. Hey, come on, man. Hey, come on. Come on. Hey, you know, I got to be honest with the listeners out there. It doesn't, you know, the year's just been weird and it doesn't really feel like Christmas time. It didn't feel like the Iron Bowl. It's just kind of out of kilter a little bit, but you know, we'll get, we'll get there in the next week or two, hopefully. But, uh, well, Hampton, 
I just hope that you start stealing the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ whenever you get to your nearest convenience. I will do my best. I will do my best. Maybe I'll, um, I'll do. Oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> not going to go there. I about, I about made a reference that uh, my, our good friend uh, Tyler would know about um, the Grinch. That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I'll say about finding the true meaning of Christmas. Um, <laughs> but um, hopefully we'll get there soon. But uh, work's been going good. Just been really busy with. Um, Given gifts to you know those less fortunate than us at the at here at the credit union, so that's been good to kind of help out with, yeah. And uh, like like y'all, I cannot wait to get into this pod because we have a jam packed show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of an unconventional show, uh, but before we get into that, I'm going to run off some quick um, highlights. You know, usually our guy Suave is here uh, to do that for us. Yeah, ripping the chat. Yep. Um, ripping the chat. Unfortunately, he uh, he is out on assignment <laughs> day, and so is our uh, correspondent at large, Graham Geraldo Haney. Um, he's out, <laughs> uh, you know, babysitting and uh, being basically an Uber. So, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> there's good, there's good money to be made in you fall yeah. Alabama with uh, Uber business. Hey, I see no lies there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we had a – there was – it was a monumental week in the NFL. We had the only undefeated team left, the Pittsburgh Steelers, get taken down by the Washington football team. Uh, you know, as y'all mentioned earlier, we had the Browns come out and make, um, I think, a statement win against the Titans, uh, winning four – 41 to 35, but it was 38 Statement. to 7 at halftime. Um, so I think, you know, that was huge. The Giants beating the Seahawks and with Colt McCoy. With, Come on. It's coming together, baby. Represent. It's coming together. I know, you, you know, you think that you've left them for dead and they just rise from the ashes like a phoenix, man. Uh, both the Giants and Washington. Hey, you – you got you got to mention I know, too, man. Jalen Hurts, roll tide, roll tide, boomer, boomer, <laughs> boomer, boomer center. You know, good for <laughs> good for him getting that opportunity, uh, especially with Carson Wentz. Just, whoo, bless his heart, he is uh, falling off the map. He went from the or the. Go ahead, Hampton. Maybe he's just not, <laughs> maybe he's just not feeling oh, it. Shoot, I think <laughs> I think Frank Wright is the problem there. After he left. And went to the coach, Doug Peterson. Um, I think he'd be exposed a little bit as a head coach, but we'll talk about that another day. <clears throat> what we're going to do tonight, our, our very own Reddit extraordinaire came up with a brilliant idea. So for the college football playoff, those who watch college football and hopefully listen to our SEC show, you know, there's a college football playoff and you have your top four teams and they had the opportunity to go play for a national championship. You had two playoff games and then, a, you know, a championship game. Well, we want to do something similar with the NFL. So this is a hypothetical scenario. If the season ended today, who would be in your top six playoff? So we're going to start at number one. And I think we all agree that the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Um, I think we all agree on that. But there's some of us on this pod 
Yeah, you don't, don't have, have any what on that? on that? Okay. I don't have any reservations. You think they're clear cut? Okay. I, I, think, I think they're well, clear cut. <laughs> some. Yeah, it sounded like you were kind of waiting for a response <laughs> there, so I was just going to let you know. That, yeah, I think, I think I agree. No. That. Kansas City's number one. This man, this man, Hampton's like a good. Hey, I want a, a an occasional amen or God is good in there, you know, <laughs> a little bit of clapping, <laughs> a little glory. Bless the Lord. Um, Bless City, but Lord. I think you know, like you said, there aren't many reservations about the Chiefs being number one. I do think some people on this pod are higher on them than other other people on this pod. Mm. So, Kyle, <laughs> I ask you. I know you really are a big fan of Chiefs. You're, of the Chiefs, you're a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. How wide is the gap of like the Chiefs being number one and numbers like two through six, in your opinion? Oh, that's a great question. Um, as you said, I am a big fan of Patrick Mahomes, and that may sound very bandwagon bandwagon esque. But it is. I remember when Mahomes' first year starting, I was doing a little bit of research before our fantasy football draft. I was like, man, who do I want to target at quarterback later on in the draft? And I, I just somehow magically came across this interview where Mahomes said he could throw the ball like 80 yards. And when he said that, I was like, oh, um, man, that's my guy right there. And then so I could Cody him. Burns. You put Cody Burns' name in the same sentence as Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but and then he said that, and I took Mahomes late, and that man balled out all year, and I was like, hey, I like this guy. And then he just keeps going on a tear. But to answer your question, you know, I was looking at the Chiefs, like their record, obviously not their record, but their scores in the past few weeks, and they really haven't blown anybody out. I mean, yeah, they, they destroyed Tampa Bay in their first in their first half. but First quarter. First, really. first quarter, my bad. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> Not, like, I'm not going to come out here and say that the Chiefs here. are just a touchdown better than everybody. Cause that's just it's hard to it's hard to win in the NFL. You know the Raiders are proving <laughs> that to us this week. Um, but the thing about the Chiefs that really makes them unbeatable, in my opinion, is if you go into the fourth quarter tied, you're basically you're, basi- you're basically down a touchdown. Because Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter is that good. Like Denver had the ball driving. And it was fourth and three with like six and a half minutes left, and they chose to punt the ball. And when they punted Stupid. the ball, I said, "Oh, it's over. Why would, night, you, night. Why, why would you punt the ball with six and a half minutes and give the ball to Mariano Rivera? Like that's just a death sentence waiting to happen." And obviously, the Chiefs grew, took bled all the time out and ended up winning the game. No, like just like that. That's the thing about the Chiefs that I don't think anybody else in the league has. It is a guaranteed loss. If you get if if the game is tied and the Chiefs have the ball late in the fourth quarter, like you're just not going to get the ball back. Your best hope is to somehow, some way, Harrison Butker misses a field goal or something. You win the coin toss in overtime because it's a death sentence. Um, but that is why I'm so high on the Chiefs, and that's why I think they're clear cut number one, as both of y'all agree there. But I don't, I don't, I don't see any team. They they play. They got the Saints coming up in two weeks, so that's going to be that'll be interesting. Be a, that's going to be a good test right there. But there's my little spill on the Chiefs. And why they're so dominant, but I don't know. What do y'all do? Am I am I am I crazy on the on the Pat Mahomes in the fourth quarter love, or is there some is there some merit to that? Either one of y'all. See, yeah, yeah, dude. I, like I, I think the Chiefs are clear cut number one, and this is a little bit. I don't want to get too far ahead of us. All I've got, and I'm going to leave it at this. This is this is my only sense I'm going to say. 
is that teams that don't really know who to draft always draft defensive linemen almost as default, which I think has, like, resulted in the league not being able to run the ball as effectively as I would like, and especially if I'm, like, an offensive coordinator, how much I would want to be able to establish the run. So you see that, like, it's a lot on the quarterback being able to throw the ball. I just – there's a part of me that just sees – not only in the Chiefs, but there's a couple of teams that don't establish the run. Like, I think a dominant, clear-cut, number one who's seven points above. That's my only reservations. But but I, I give you, man, I, I think that if you give the ball to, like, Mahomes and Chiefs with – I mean, I don't even know how – like, if you gave them eight minutes, like, how, yeah. I don't even they – can, they can bleed clock, too. I mean, it's just – they're just a really impressive team. Um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with it. Hampton, do you, do you look at this team and, and think that they're clear-cut number one, no one else is around them? Or how are you – what's the I think the they're clear-cut number one. I, I, you know, I can't disagree with that. I don't think the gap between them and the rest of the league is just like Red Sea-level parting type deal. Uh, I – Biblical, <laughs> hey, we're we're, Biblical okay. <laughs> we're filling this pod with a uh, with a bunch of them, but um, st- yeah, still not feeling still it. Not the Christmas spirit, um, though, just point that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you know, Kyle, you brought up their past few games and how every score is just like you know one possession. Yeah. Uh, one, you know, they hadn't really, they haven't had that game. Like, they've had moments, but they've not had that game where I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is like 2007-level Patriots where they are putting together a complete game and absolutely dominating a team, you know? And, like, I think your point about Mahomes is 100% correct. But once you come across a team in the playoffs, like, if I was coaching the Broncos, when it's fourth and three and six minutes left, I'm going for it. And if I die on the sword – by being aggressive and trying to win a football game instead of being passive, then so be it. That's called being reckless. That's called being aggressive. That's called being reckless. Um, hey, Coach, I, I played well, Madden played played yesterday and ran a gauge eight all game, and it seemed to work. Let's try it tonight. <laughs> Pour one out for the homie Greg Williams. Um, but <laughs> – But I think, like, a team like the Saints, like, if you have a healthy Drew Brees, Saints have a really good defense. They have a front forward that can get after the quarterback, um, that can make it more – I mean, like, Mahomes makes it look easy, but you can do things like the ability to rush him with four um, and kind of key in on Kelsey and Hill and try to make someone else beat you where – you can kind of stay in the game. And then if you have an offense of their caliber with Kamara and Michael Thomas, or, you know, there are a couple other teams I think you can throw in there. Um, I think that they can give, you know, they can stress the chiefs um, <coughs> and make them. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that they're going to beat them per se, but I think, um, you know, in the playoffs, they can slip up if, uh, if they come across the right matchup, which a lot of, you know, a lot of playoff um, stuff is dependent on matchups. And, you know, you might be better than this team, but if you match up against the team, um, like, for example, the Rams matching up with the Bucks, that's a bad matchup for 
um, Tom Brady because of their front four and, you know, their de- their defense is really good. But I don't – I wouldn't say that the Rams are a bad matchup for everybody, if that makes sense. Um, so that would be – that would be my only hesitation of, like, let's not crown them the champions of the NFL yet. There's a lot of football to be played, and I think there's some teams that are kind of hitting that momentum at the right time that could really uh, stress them uh, when it comes to playoff time. Okay, give it to me. And then one quick question. Make it size. The Chiefs on the road, is there any team in the NFL that okay. you – like, and this is a yes or no question. Is there, is there any team in the NFL the Chiefs are playing away that you favor over no. the Chiefs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, here we go. But there's one five. team that here might would be at a pickle. Okay, but on the road, like if he goes to Pittsburgh, I think right, I the, think they're three point favorites, especially with no, especially yeah, with I, no fans, I, especially with no fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the team that I'm thinking of is not Pittsburgh. The about, yeah, so, me neither. Um, but yeah. it. But hey, I don't, don't want to give we, away. Here, I can go ahead and picks, give my number two and transition that, into that, that in if there. you want. And I can, yeah, I said great, great my job. number two is <coughs> the only it. team that I think would be favored over the Chiefs at home when the Chiefs travel would be the New Orleans Saints. Um, I I'm pretty high on this team, man. Ooh, I mean, it okay. just seems like Sean Payton. It don't matter who you throw back there at quarterback; they're going to win the football game. I mean, last year Teddy comes in and goes five and zero. This year, old Taysom mm-hmm. comes in and what are they three and 2 and three and zero? They got a great defense. They got a good running back. They got a good. They got good receivers. They got weapons all over the place. Um, I mean, this team really doesn't have much of a weakness. Um, I think the Saints. I think the Saints are the second best team in the league, and I think they're they're a hair above everybody in the NFC. Um, I think. I don't think there's anybody touching the Saints in the NFC before the Super Bowl, and I think in two weeks we're going to see a Super really? Bowl preview. Um, I, I I really like the New Orleans Saints, um, and by that reaction, Hampton, tell me why I'm crazy. No, I want to kick. I want to kick it at Chase first. I want. I want to hear what he has to say about See, it. Glad that you kicked it, me, man, because I was sitting here and and I will like even show my bias, and and say that that if you probably had to label me as a fan, I, I would probably say that I'm a Saints fan, and that's why I would say that this stings to hear you say that. Because year in and year out, I feel like we have a Saints team that is consistent and, and is it's sitting mm-hmm. about right at this level every year. Yeah, um, that's good stuff, Chase. Um, <laughs> this I think – I think <laughs> – Can you hear me, brother? Can you hear me, Chase brother? You there? <laughs> now we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you were touch and go for a moment. I thought we were going to lose Fremor. you. <laughs> um, here, I'm, I'm going to get my take on the Saints real quick. Um, I'm, I, you know, it's tough for me because I, I don't watch them, and they're not a team that wows you. You know what I mean? Like they, like you said, Kyle, they're a consistent team who, I mean, you look up and they're 10-2, and two and you're like, how in the world are they 10-2? and two? One nine straight. They're One de- nine I, straight. 
Yeah. Um, I think their defense is really good. Um, like top three to top five in the NFL good. Um, offensively, that is where I worry about them a little bit. But against the Chiefs, I don't think it's as much of a concern because I don't think the Chiefs' defense is that stout. Um, like, I like Chris Jones. Um, like he's a solid player. The Honey Badger will make plays here and there. But overall, like, is there anybody – like, do you think that they could consistently, like, limit Alvin Kamara or limit Michael Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders or any of the weapons mm-hmm. they have? Um, I don't think no. so. Um and I think, like, when you told, when you said that, I kind of, my first reaction was like, no. But honestly, the more, like, I've, the more I'm talking, the more I'm talking myself into it. I think that, I think they're the number two team. They, they're just so balanced, man. It's like, team. you want to take away Kamara? All right, we'll hit Thomas on the slant. You know, they just have, they're so balanced. And especially, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I'm not going to go as far as to say that Taysom Hill is better understood than Drew Brees. But Taysom brings an, an, an extra element to, the, to their offense. It's like, well, now we got to worry yes. about the quarterback run. Now we got to worry about this. Obviously, you got you're going to be better set up for success with Drew, um, but Taysom brings that other element. That honestly may be why they're having some early success with Taysom. I feel like if he played an extra another few weeks, then teams will start to figure out their schemes a little more, and it might would make it a little more difficult. But I'm look, I'm going to say this real quick. I'm looking at the ESPN app right now, and they already have the line out for Saints and Chiefs in two weeks. Saints are at home, and the Chiefs are still three point favorites. So. Wow. Well, they don't. Do they know of Drew's That's true. That might play That's a factor. True. That's true. I think they're suspecting he's going to. Um, but then again, you never know what kind of. Um, oh. um, but I'm not sure on that. I, only time can, will tell. Can, there. can y'all hear but, me right now? Yeah. Okay. Are we good? Dude, I'm, yes, I was giving some really good analysis, and then when you chimed in, yeah. Hampton, I could hear you say. <laughs> that's some great analysis, Chase. And I was like, well, thank you. And you couldn't hear me. I'm. I like the Saints, and this is my bias. I like okay. the team. But this is – like, they have the same team, and they're at the same spot every year. They sit at about this consistency of, like, being being this good. But they run into the Rams during the playoffs, and they yeah. ran into the Vikings, and they lost both times. I, I think this is the same yeah. team, and they struggle in the postseason. I don't I, – I love the Saints – and I think that Sean Payton does a great job in the first quarter of scheming up an offense that's going to come in. He's not, man. He's and, not and the I best feel like at making that's adjustments. Why they lose those late games, and it's like if you if you give some of these like teams, like even I mean, I'm just thinking of people in my mind. Of there's a lot of quarterbacks though. If you're if you're if you're cutting it close and you haven't scored but three points in the second half, like I don't know if I don't I, I just have some serious reservations based on years past with the Saints, and they they got to they yeah, pray that, that Drew Brees mm-hmm. comes back and he's playing like he's young, man. But when he's beat up, he might be playing skittish. Um, I, I don't know if I have them at my number two. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, man, okay. hey, I want to I well, say this who, real quick before he says his number Kyle two. Uh, so you're bringing up the last two years, but, man, those were two fluke plays. The pass interference and digs down the sideline. I mean – well, no, last year wasn't yeah, flu. They, they just Vikings got twice. beat by the Vikings, remember? Yeah, that was a <laughs> primetime curse yeah. showed out that night. <laughs> yeah. But, 
Kyle Root, Kyle Shout Rudolph out. had the game winning touchdown yeah, in the corner because they were because they were saying Notre that Dame that was controversial should have been a pass interference there too because they said he pushed off. No, I remember just, that actually. Yeah, yeah whatever. And then three years, yeah. so you could go back three years because they lost to Case Keenum three years ago to dig down the side. Yes, of them. dang, that's that's what I'm like. And to me, that was that, their best yeah. team. That's what I'm thinking though. Probably man. either it's like that when year it comes Rams, down to yeah. like the Saints, this is their year. They've got the pieces. The salary cap is going down. Drew Brees is getting old. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not buying them to be the best, the second best team in the NFL because I feel like they, they've let me down three years in a row. Well, dude, okay. I've got to go well, with. Who are you I've got to go with Pittsburgh, team. and I know that you aren't team? loving that. But we've mentioned a couple of things that that will back up my argument for Pittsburgh being number okay. two. And so th- this is my thing with Pittsburgh is that we've mentioned a couple of things here. And, look, it's really hard to win in the NFL. And you can't I, – I know they lost to the Washington football team this past week. And they haven't played the most impressive competition. But mm-hmm. when you're at the top of the mountain and when you're in the NFL, everyone is showing up week to week, all of them being professional football players, trying to knock you off. And not are they just trying to beat you, they're trying to keep their job. So we have to take into consideration it's extremely hard to win in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think they have an elite defense that can stop the run and stop the throw. I think that this team really causes some problems for a lot of teams out there with enough weapons on offense that even though their run game is a little – it's not where I want it to be. I think It's this terrible. Is a, it's a very well-rounded team. But I, I want to say this, is that I don't count their one loss in a couple of close games where, where Tomlin's teams have been known in the past to struggle against teams that are not as good as them. They always play down to their competition. But here's what I want to add on, is that this year, it seems like the NFL is against the Steelers. They took their bye week away. They're making them play all these funky, weird times and schedules and they keep tweaking it I think that honestly the Steelers showed up to this past game saying you know what I like I'm sure you keep like changing the expectations of when I'm supposed to play and they're just tired and they're just like I I think that that everything has been up against them but Mm -hmm. if you were to like put them in a playoff bracket I really like them against every team in the NFL because of how well-rounded they are and like, even though these, like, I, I just, I just like this team, and I like Tomlin. I think that they are they're built for cold weather. I think that I think this is just a team that will will show up and impress us because I don't see them choking that first game. I see them going deep, and I think that that like, it's a very safe pick for me to say that this is my number two team in the NFL. Now I I know that you guys have reservations to this team in, in whole. And, and I want to hear those because I think that there, there is some very valid criticism that can go against mm-hmm. this team. And, and, and I want to start – Hampton, can I start with you? Because I feel like of course. You, after, this, after this past week, I think we learned a lot about this team. Mm-hmm. And where I'm not sold on – again, this is not just an outlier. It's one of those like – I think that, that they were almost just thrown in a bad situation against a team that was ready to – you know, play the best team, like play one of the best teams in the NFL. So yeah. what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I, you know, like it didn't lost to Washington. That has me concerned. 
Because I don't think Washington is just a terrible football team. I really don't. They're the Washington football team. Come on, they baby. Are the Let me hear you. They are. <laughs> they, they are. <clears throat> the thing that has me concerned is how they played a week prior to the Ravens with, like, third stringers. Like, they came out <clears throat> in that game and didn't take care of business, um, let them hang around, and then they, <clears throat> you know, go in yesterday – and their wide receivers can't catch anything. Um, their offense is really vanilla. I mean, Big Ben threw the ball 51 times. They can't really run the ball. <clears throat> and defensively, I really like them, other than the fact that Bud Dupree is now hurt. Um, Devin Bush is out for the year. And, you know, they, they're just kind of falling like flies. And I don't think that defense is what it was like, say – four or five weeks ago. I just don't think it's to that level. Now, <clears throat> does that mean I abandon all hope? Absolutely not. I think um, I think the game this Sunday night will be very telling against the Bills, which I'm sure, well, we might or might not discuss them later. I think if they come out in that game and they make a statement and play really well and win, then I'm like, okay, I feel good about them. But right now I'm wavering on them a little bit um, due to offense – not only um, lack of, you know, effectiveness and efficiency, but also their play calling is just too vanilla. Um, it's very simple, three-yard passes, um, and then they don't even get Chase Claypool involved in the game, really, this Why past week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what has me a little concerned about them, but I'm not, like, totally off the ship because, I mean, I've told them this podcast that I think that they can give the Chiefs issues because of the way their front four plays and, um, you know, like Minka being a playmaker and a couple other guys they have in the secondary. Um, but I just – I need – I need to – it's a wait-and-see approach for me uh, with them. Kyle, what about you? Yeah, you, you, you talked just a little bit about something which I was going to say was my main concern. I think against the Ravens they had seven drops. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes they showed a stat, and sometime during the third quarter, they already had six. Yeah, I don't know. Eric, I know Eric Ebon dropped probably three of them last night, mm-hmm. and it's just like that. On top of run game being non-existent, on top of defense starting to get banged up, um, I agree. Chase, it is very hard to win in the NFL, but when you consistently are starting to struggle with a team like the Cowboys five or six weeks ago, when they when they were really banged up, and then when you were struggling against the backup Baltimore Ravens. Last week, and then you lose to uh, I think an underrated football team. Which, if anyone listens to this podcast, you know my feelings about them. Um, but I think my concern is more so of them. I mean, like when the Chiefs are winning close games, I think it's a little different because we know they can score at will. But with this Pittsburgh team, they're they're struggling. They're winning like nineteen to fourteen. They're winning like yeah. in these really weird scores where it's like, man, if 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 it wasn't for their defense, this is a five hundred team right now. Um, and I think the drops on top of the run game, which obviously James Conner, when he when he gets back, will help a little bit. Um, and injuries are starting to pile up, man. And But, I mean, I said on probably week four of this podcast that I thought the Ravens were going to win this division. So I was completely wrong there. So that shows you what I know about this division. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm not – that's why I have Pittsburgh at number three. A little spoiler alert. Hampton, I don't know if we've heard your two yet. We can get there in a second. No, but. I, I... – I think I went with my Saints at two, or with the Saints at two, um, mm-hmm. just 
you know, because we kind of we kind of talked about that, and you know, I think um, explained that pretty well. I would. I'm not going to go with Steelers at three. Um, can I, think can I just mention? With, can I mention one more thing before you give us yours? The only thing that I want to say about the Steelers is I feel like no other team has had their schedule messed with more than more than the, the more than the Steelers, better. but like not by their fault. Like the Steelers have done everything right, uh-huh. and someone else has done something wrong. And I feel like like th- th- like that plays a big factor when you feel like you've done everything right, and mm-hmm. then you get affected by someone else's decision. I think if they were to have like the playoff starting now and they got, like, like enough time to prep, and the game was going to be on Sunday, like, I think there's a little bit different, uh, like, like I, mm-hmm. you know, I hear you guys' concern. I just would say that that team shows up a little bit different in the playoffs than it does on a Wednesday, like, a Wednesday afternoon game. Like, when mm-hmm. is the NFL – you know, so I think that plays yeah. a little bit of factor. But, Campton, give us your next team. Um, shoot, this is where it gets spicy. Because I don't know if I believe in many of these teams after, you know, like after this, um, after the top two spots. But I really – I'm going to be honest with you, and this might shock you. I really like what I saw from the Buffalo Bills last night. Hmm. And I have liked what I've seen from them kind of all year. All right? Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Josh Allen has taken a leap. Um, and it's not been a tiny leap. It's been, um, like, ma- massive. He went from 59% completion percentage last year to this year he's hovering right around 70. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night he played absolutely incredible against a 49ers defense that a week prior shut down the Los Angeles Rams to chase you and I are very high on and think are a really good team. Yeah. Um they shut them down, um, but I mean Josh Allen. I think he had four touchdowns last night. Um, played really, really well. They got weapons with Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, and then John. I don't even think John Brown's playing right now. So add him into the mix when he gets back. Um, that gives you two vertical threats. Uh, Singletary played pretty solid at running back last night. Uh, Brian Dable has done an incredible job of crafting um, a game plan and calling plays for Josh Allen. Uh, and I think their de- I think their defense is pretty risky too. I like their two corners, Levi Wallace, Tredavious White. Um, I like Edmonds at – I think he play, either plays linebacker or safety. Um, they've got Ed Oliver on the defensive line who's been pretty good for them. Uh, that would be my third team just because um, – I'm a big believer in Josh Allen, and I think I have the teams remaining. Other than, like, Green Bay, who I – like, obviously, I'd pick Aaron Rodgers over Josh Allen. But I like the team around Josh Allen more than I like the team around Aaron Rodgers. Um, and those are 9-3. and three. They really, if you think about it, should be 10-2. I think they've they won six. They're 5-1, yeah. They lost on that Hail Mary to um, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, which – I mean, bad on them for not batting the ball down, but it was just kind of a fluky play. So um, that would be my third team. What do you What do you think about that? See, you know, I have Buffalo in my list. I think okay. watching Josh Allen last night, I thought, man, this kid is legit. He's good. 
Um, and I think Cole Beasley is starting to turn into a sleepy, sleepily good wide receiver. Sleepy. <laughs> sleep, sleep, he's been slept on. How about that? And then going, go. and picking up, going and picking up Diggs was a great pickup. Um, yeah. I, I do like Josh. I do think number three is a little – it's a little, mm-hmm. it's a little skeptical. But I, I definitely respect it. Um, and I definitely see what you're coming from because, yeah, you're right. They definitely should be 10-2. And, and if it wasn't for that Hail Mary, they'd won, they'd won their last six. And even that game against the Cardinals, man, they were in control of that game the majority of the time. Yes, um, they were. But, but I agree with you. I, I like the pick. I just don't know about number three. What do you think, Chase? See, I, I, yeah, I think I'm with you in the same boat. But I think one of the things is, is we have the disadvantage of not watching the Bills play, like just where we live. It's Often. Like, it's really hard to even see what they got going on up there, um, which really stinks because they're a really fun football team to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're that high on my list, but they're definitely in there. Um, that's, that, and, I, and I, I don't really want to speak too much more than that because I think that their offenses looked really good, and where they struggled, maybe in weeks past, they seem to improve on. But uh, if y'all are cool with it, I, I'll give you. We we touched on the Packers a little bit, and this is what I want to say, and I want to hear you guys' opinion. Um, I feel like I'm okay. gonna cut out here in a second, <laughs> but the oh. Packers are going to look back at this season and say they are going to regret that they did not go and get some defensive help. Like the, even like the Titans did and stuff like that. Like even some of these teams move around and got some, some defensive help. The Green Bay is going to look back and they're going to look at their pride and their stubbornness for not getting Aaron Rodgers and this team this year, some defensive help. I think that the that Green Bay is in my list, but man, like it, it just, like they don't have a very good defense, man. They're they're nah. in they're in my top six, but I just don't like they're. I don't even really know where to put them because I'm just like that defense has so many question marks for me. Um, yeah. I think their offense continues to look better and better, but their pride mm-hmm. and their stubbornness of that's not like they they always talk about they're not a a free agency. They're not a like a picking up people at the mid, you know, at the at the. Uh, trade deadline like that's not in their DNA well they're gonna they're gonna regret it because I really like them and Aaron Rodgers is playing like a freak and I know that Aaron Jones lovers of that one yard touchdown run <laughs> are hating the way that this offense is playing yes. this year but <laughs> he, he just throws it to Devontae Adams on like a, like on it to be like you know one yard to go into the end zone and they'll like throw it to Devontae Adams and I'm like this this is such an Aaron Rodgers offense it's not even funny but with that being he, said, I, I like that I, I like I put them in there, but dude, their defense is probably the worst out of this group. Out of this group, out of this top six, they're the worst. Um, Kyle, yeah. Kyle, you mentioned you had I heard you just a little bit. What what do you got to say about that? Dude, I'm glad you swung it to me. Hot take: Packers are not in my top six. Ooh, whoa. Okay, I love Aaron Rodgers. I really do. Like the Packers are one of those teams that like if they're playing, I want to watch them because the way Aaron Rodgers, I just I just feel like Aaron Rodgers is box office, and he's he's that fun to watch. But let's just kind of re- – I want to recap a little bit of what their season has looked like. So they get blown out to the Bucks, right? Kind of embarrassing. Couple, cu- but we kind of we kind of at the time said that was a little bit of an anomaly, so we can we can let that fly. But then a couple weeks later, they still lose think to it the, was. they lose to the Vikings at home when the Vikings were still a little yep. banged up. Then they Bad. go and they struggle with Jacksonville. Then they yep. go and they blow a two-touchdown lead to the Colts. Yep. They beat a bad Bears team, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's like 
Patrick Mahomes doesn't blow that two touchdown lead in the second half. It just doesn't oh happen. Oh my god! It just Patrick doesn't Mahomes happen. Play defense now. Oh my god! <laughs> Patrick Mahomes plays defense now. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, well, okay, if you want to talk about how it, it was a defensive error, well, the, in this uh, they were up two touchdowns against the Colts when they blew, at halftime. The Aaron Rodgers goes three and out, three and out, three and out. So yeah, your okay. defense is tired because hey. they're not on the field because they're having to play on the field the entire game. Oh, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. A minute before the game ends, Aaron Rodgers drops a sixty-yard bomb. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. I'm not saying nope. that Aaron Rodgers is the issue. I know, but you said if Patrick Mahomes <laughs> makes this on the field, then he makes it happen. Like, no, no, no. I'm I mean, I get, that he doesn't go but, three and out the first three drives of the second half. He at least he went, defense a little bit. Ooh, of a break. What about that Bucks game though? in The second half. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chase. Thank you. Hey, or who even, won the game? Like, hey, who won the game? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. But and um, Aaron Rodgers then had the luxury of throwing to uh, Tyreek Hill oh and Kelsey and all of them. He toys. has arguably the best receiver in the game. No, I w- I mean he's top five, top ten. He's not. The oh, best. He's, he's top three. Okay, well we, we can debate that at a later time. But I I mean the de- their their defense is their issue. I'm with you, Chase, hundred percent. Um. Kyle, who's your third team? My third team was Pittsburgh. They were Pittsburgh. Okay. Chase, who was your third team? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have the luxury of writing this stuff down, but I think I had it. <laughs> I think I had it Chiefs, uh, Pittsburgh, and then uh, I think I had it the Packers. I think the Packers were my number wow. three. Wow. Uh, okay. 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 I might, yeah, I, think I might have contradicted myself just because I don't have it <laughs> written down. But uh, dude, their defense is trash. Um, I think yeah. that they're in there, but don't don't hold me to the number three ranking. I think they're in my top six. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Well, I, I think that. in my top six because of Aaron Rodgers. That's good. Yeah, y'all, yeah. hey, y'all are gonna laugh at my number six team that I have over the Packers. <laughs> y'all are gonna hate it. But I've been. It's not Washington and it's not Arizona. I'll go ahead and say that. Okay. But y'all well, are gonna y'all are gonna probably be a little upset with me. <laughs> well, Dude, let's man, start. This was for you. <laughs> I'd be. Um, let's start heading that way. Yeah. Number four. Um. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm. Gonna, I'll go first real quick and make it pretty brief. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, the Rams in number four. Uh, I we talked. Um. A lot about them on uh, this podcast. Really like their defense. Jared Goff, when he um, got to get pressured, which I know is, you know, a lot to say, but when you get good Jared Goff, that team is, like, that team's a juggernaut to deal with, um, especially when they had the run game going to complement it. Daryl Henderson, A.K.M. Akers have been really good um, the past few games. Uh, kind of coming on strong for them. Love Cooper Cup. Love uh, Robert Woods. Um, so they're my number four team. Uh, Kyle, who you got at number four? I also have the Rams at number four, but I do have some concern. I mean, it kind of pains me to say this because about a month ago, I was saying how the Cardinals were better than the Rams. It's, it's crazy how the NFL is such a week-to-week league. But I think I think over the past month, though, the Cardinals have severely struggled, and they're a Hail Mary away from losing, like, their last five games, I think, last four or five yep. games. Um, and I think the Rams have clearly proven they're, they're superior, especially on the defensive end, and they got a balanced offense with good weapons. But, man, I, I know every we talked on this podcast a lot about the, our concern with the Rams, and it's Jared Goff. And I was seeing something on Twitter 
it was like a big old stat thing, basically saying how Sean McVay is just holding Jared Goff's hand, how he threw the ball 47 times last week, but there was uh, like 37 of those were 37 of those 47 attempts were like less than 10 yards or something like that, less than 10 yard mm-hmm. attempts. Um, so really, that is that is the concern there. I agree. Um, like you said, though, if you get a good Jared Goff, if you get a comfortable Jared Goff, and if, it, it's honestly, I'm not going to compare Jared Goff to Baker, but I feel like the situation is kind of the same. If you if you're able to They're establish smaller. the if you if you're able to establish the run and really kind of set the tone early, you're you're setting your quarterback up for success. And if you have a successful quarterback with your defense, you're going to be in prime position to win the game. So ultimately, they're balanced in the amount of weapons they have, and I really like their coach. Is why I have them at four. Chase, what you think? See, I, I think that my like, I think mine was Chiefs, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and then the Saints, which we've all covered all four, like all four of those teams. Okay. So, Hampton, I'm gonna throw it to you. Okay. Um, we'll go to number five, and then I'll. Uh, do you have your number five? See, um, I, I do. Team ready, dude. I I am really gonna. Uh, man, I think I'm actually going to shock some, some, some people. I know who you're going to say. I know who you're going to say. Take, 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 a, take a guess. Take a guess. Tennessee. Cleveland. See, actually, yeah. actually, like, I, I wanted to, man, but there's just something that's kind of pulling in my heart that wants to say the Vikings. Oh, and baby. I, oh, dude, baby. Dude, just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Oh, I love just it. Listen. For it. Just listen, man. All right. So, primetime prime time Kirk. Unbelievable. Like that. But dude, oh my gosh. Dude, but her dude, listen to me how the Vikings seem to be. It seems okay. like every season they're like a like a like a seesaw. And you can't decide like they can't decide if they want to run the ball or throw the ball. And they like like all of a sudden uh what's his name? Uh Thielen is like going off and then the next game, like Davin Cook is all of a sudden the best running back in the league. But, dude, it uh-huh. seems like around this time, like, if I wanted to start a playoff right now, I'm telling you, dude, it's like the Vikings have the Saints number. And, like, I just – I dude, I just kind of like them, man. I like them in my top six. And it, like, kind of – I don't really know if I have a ton to back it up other than them being like a seesaw. And it feels like right about now they start getting to that even level where Davin Cook is only getting better and better into the prime of his career – and the same of all the weapons around them. I think that they didn't drop off much at all with uh, Diggs leaving and uh, Jefferson, Jefferson coming in. Yeah, dude, he is—he's—he might be the rookie of the like rookie of the year. But yeah. dude, I, that's where I'm gonna go. I, there's a couple other teams. This is when the dis- discussion gets fun. So I wanted to throw in somebody that I—I I think I take them. Like it'd be fun to see the Vikings play the Rams. That that game intrigues me a lot. I, but yeah, that's who. That's who I've got, um, dude. Let me pass it on to somebody else, Kyle. What's your? Dude, what you I, I want to go. I want to go. I I love this. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago on the pod, I was an advocate for the Vikings when they were still below 500. I said, "Watch out! They got a little bit of an easy stretch of the schedule coming up. They're starting to get healthy. Kirk Cousins is, is prime time Kirk, baby. This Vikings team's heating up. They're healthy. I I really like this pick. Now to go as far as say the fifth best team in the league, I don't know about that, but I I am all for this pick. <laughs> Because I think I think they started out like one and four, but like I said, they were yeah. Bang, they, they do it every year, up. man. Honestly, yeah. but man, dude, they they beat Green Bay, dude. I I am a fan, and if if you get a good Kirk Cousins, and if you're able to, and it's pretty easy to establish a run when you got Dalvin Cook down there. But um, dude, I like the pick. I like the pick a lot. Hampton, what what's your thing about old Minnesota? You like that? Well, before <laughs> I, I'm stunned, Chase. 
You brought the goods, <laughs> brother. Um, like I'm, I'm with Kyle. Like I don't, I don't think it's preposterous to like think the Vikings can get in the playoffs. Um, but to put them at the fifth best team when they just they had to go to overtime to beat the Jags with Mike Glennon <laughs> as their quarterback, like I can't, stud, I can't get on board. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Mike Glennon is the classic guy that like everybody wants to be really good, but he's never been that good. Like I'm, I remember John Gruden on his quarterback camp. Oh, ripping the pop, <laughs> he's a good one now. Are you here? Um, but I respect you for sticking to your convictions. Um, I don't hate the team. I think they're a solid team, but they would not – they don't even sniff my top six. But, let, uh, let me just this, – this is my train of thought is I feel like who okay. are those teams that are trending upwards – and, like, that's the team that I want to buy because I feel like they're getting hot at the right time. There's a lot of teams, like, like, like <clears throat> even, like, the Cardinals, that, like, if we would have done this five weeks ago, they would have been in my top six, but right now they're not. They're trending down yeah. for me. And I, and I guess I'm buying them because they're trending up and they seem to play really well in playoff, in playoff time. So, that's, that's, that's where I'm from. And, and I accept, I accept, I accept all, all shots you want to take it, like, like I would accept tons of shots for for that pick right there, but there's just something inside of me that says, I, like no. in three weeks we're gonna look back and it's a and it's a good pick. I know you weren't doing that, but I'd be willing to say just wait, hey, just wait, wait for me, yeah. Kyle. You know? Hey, I'm I'm I beginning earlier in this year I was a, I was a closet Washington fan, and I the past few weeks I've slowly been a closet Minnesota fan. Now I'm just straight up a Washington fan. I'll come out and say that, but I I. I'm intrigued. Thank you for pick. your bravery. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued on this pick, Chase. I, I really enjoy it. I, now, like I said, I don't know top five, but great, as Good. Lee Corso says, great pick, my friend. Great pick. <laughs> <laughs> go Okay, well, go ahead, Kyle, and give us your, like, who you believe is number five. I have Buffalo there. Your fifth we, best we, team. We kind of hit them. Hit them. I have Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Five. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't given my fifth team yet, I don't think. Um, I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Wow. Was yeah. Wow. Um, I've done a 180 on them a little bit. I didn't. Um, I didn't really believe in them because they had only beaten one team with a winning record before. Um, before this past week. Um, now do I think? Um, they're. I don't think that they can win the Super Bowl or anything like that because I really don't trust Baker Mayfield enough for that. Mm -hmm. But they have a great formula of run the ball, pound the rock with Chuba. Not Chuba. (laughs) Chubb. (laughs) Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, You know, they do that well and then play action pass off of that. And I think Baker's really comfortable in that spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also helped that they played the Titans, whose defense is terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Baker played really well, but I don't think Baker had to throw a tight window throw hardly the whole game um, because the guys were running wide open. Um, I think their front four on defense is really good with, uh, you know, Miles Garrett. Uh, I want to say they have Sheldon Richardson on the team. He's been really good for them. And then uh, I really like their coach. I think Stefanski. Uh, low key could have been 
he's like one of the hires of the offseason. Um, that was the culture there, and it's turned him um, a you know turned them around and turned them into a good team. Um, I'm not going to overreact because I think the Titans, like I said, their defense is problematic. But I think the Browns made a uh, made a statement, and they should be the fifth best team um, in the NFL right now. Yeah, I. I, I like it. Cleveland was my sixth team, and I thought that was going to be a really a surprise to y'all when I when I slide Cleveland in at six. Um, but yeah, for basically every reason you said, it's like people were starting to compare Baker Mayfield to Nathan Peterman or something like that. And I'm like, ah, the man played in a hurricane for three weeks. Like, I don't think people understood like the the wind conditions and everything that he played through over like the I think it was like a two out of three or three out of four weeks span. And it's like, man, like mm-hmm. nobody could throw the ball. Like the games were like sixteen to six and ten to seven or something crazy like that, where it was just really low scoring because nobody could throw the ball because they were yeah. playing in a daggum hurricane. And I think Baker took some slack because of that. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think I don't think Baker Mayfield's Aaron Rodgers ask, but he's a heck of a he's no. a heck of a lot better than Nathan Peterman. I mean, good lord. But I think their balanced attack, um, they got they got some good weapons for Baker to work with. And I think if you get a comfortable Baker, a lot like I said with Jared Goff earlier. This team can be pretty good, um, and I, I'm not like. And I think it was our second pod. I was defending Baker a little bit, and I, I still mm-hmm. stand by that. I, I think I think this team's good enough to win a playoff game, depending on the matchup. I agree. Depending on the matchup, I, I think they're good enough to win a playoff team. Playoff game, yeah. They were my sixth team, and I thought that was going to yeah. be a, a surprise. But man, you came and dropped the hammer at number five. I like Can't, it. I like it. I, sure. I, I want to do for sure. look like. I think Cleveland is impressive, and they've done really well this year. But, dude, I just – I don't know if I can give them – like, for some reason I can give the Vikings that, but I can't give Cleveland that. <laughs> um, but, what a- listen, I – like, yeah, dude, they've, they've improved a lot. I think if they play at home, that game at home, it is very much in their favor. But, man, I, I can think of a couple of other teams that I think that I like a little bit more than that just because of the lack of experience. But, dude, they've got a really mm-hmm. – they're one of those teams, like, going forward that's going to be really good. And I just don't want to overreact to, like, Baker playing the best game of football he's ever played in his a life. Bad. But, hey, hey, against a bad Five dude. straight games without a pick for Baker. Five straight games. It's impressive, man. I mean, you can't yeah, you can't argue with stats. It's it's impressive, but I will say, I will say this: Stefanski. Like, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is this because I do think he's more talented than this person, but he's kind of turned into a yeah. Kirk Cousins type mold. Wow, you know, like rely on the run game, um, good off play action pass. Um, and, like, he can do enough to, like, keep you in the game, but you're not going to ask him to go out and win you the game. Or if you do, it's going to be very rare. I mean, that was who Stefanski's quarterback was in Minnesota, um, and I think he's kind of brought that mold uh, that mold to Cleveland. I'm, I'm kind of uh, surprised you said that without even really hesitation that Baker's better than Kirk Cousins. I don't know if a lot of people would agree with you on that, but that's an interesting take. Can it, I, 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 I would agree. My, that, my, yeah. This is this is a game. If I Go could like, this. if I could wave my magic wand and like give me a litmus test, I would really like to see yeah. the uh, the Browns play the Colts. I would really like to see how that matchup uh, played out. Yeah, I think, but I think they yeah, really earlier in the Cleveland, year. Cleveland won by nine. Cleveland, look at me, Madhu. I, I think that 
I, I really wanted to put the Titans in mind, dude, but you can't after the Browns beat them like that. So I respect that y'all put them in there. Um, I, ha- I I really like the Titans going into the playoffs, but do when you get beat that bad, um, man, I mean they, yeah. they really made a statement. Like y'all 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 said so well. Um, I, I can't I can't argue with it. Um, just don't know if I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who's your final team, Ben Chase? Dude, there's so many people out there. I I, I did have the, uh, of course, the Bills in mind. Um, dude, I think I think that's what it was. I think I had Pittsburgh. I had the Chiefs, Pittsburgh, yeah. Green Bay, Saints, and then the Vikings and the Bills. Maybe not in that order, but something like that. Heck Those yeah. are my six. Thank you. Okay, Hampton. What was and your then Kyle? You said I said Kansas City, Saints, Steelers, Rams, Bills, Browns. Okay, so you had the Packers outside of your top I did. six too. I did. Right? Wow, you did too. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the the two teams that it's coming down to for me. All right, Packers are one. Um, I would say Seattle, but I'm just. I think they're trending in the wrong direction. Chase, you kind of talked about the bike trending up and a couple others trending down. I think they're. I, I just don't buy them. I think they put too much on Russ and that defense. Um. I think it's between the Packers and Miami. Wow. And I know and I know Miami does not have the offensive firepower that these other teams have. And I don't even think their defense at least their run defense right anything elite. But I'm telling you, there's no coach other than like Andy Reid, um, and like Sean Payton that I trust more than Brian Flores. Uh I don't know if y'all the game, yeah. Well, I don't know if y'all watched the game Sunday, but the way that dude like takes up for his players, demands accountability, um, like his punt returner got cheap shotted twice, and after the second one, the guy almost goes to the other side of the field, and he wanted he wanted to teach that boy a <laughs> boy's a skipper, um, and like. <laughs> And that type of like leadership and like bold like boldness, like that makes the team like who already really, really liked him just even more like ready to run through a brick wall for him. Um, I think he's developed his roster really nicely. He's ahead of schedule in the rebuild because the talent that they have on that team, they shouldn't be eight and four um at this juncture. They're playing the Chiefs this upcoming week. Um, which Chiefs might blow them out, but it'll be. I think the Dolphins are going to come in with an interesting game plan, and I bet they play the Chiefs unlike anybody else has played them. I can guarantee you that much. Um, I think Tua had a good second half, and maybe Chan Gailey finally realized how to kind of call plays for him, where he has like some continued success. Um, I think I'm going to go with them at number six. And I'm not, like, very strong on that. Um, I think it kind of gets shaky when you get down to that. But I don't trust Green Bay's defense at all. Um, And I think if Green Bay faced a team with a really good pass rush, um, they'd be done for. Kind of like when they played San Francisco both times last year. Um, So that would be – I think they – Miami. Give me Miami uh, as my final spot. I I, I don't – like, I love you. I love your love for them. Um, I, 
I, I, I thought about that, though, man. I think that was one thing that I thought about in my head as I was thinking, like, okay, if Miami were to play the Vikings, who am I taking? That was one of the, the situations that went through my head. And, and, and we can leave it at that. Uh-huh. I, I respect your pick. Um, I think just to speak a little bit on the Seattle situation, man, like, I, my, heart, my heart and yeah. my, like, prayers go out to Russell Wilson because, dude, he plays so well at the beginning of the season. And everybody sticks up for him and says, how has this guy never gotten an MVP vote? Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like it's because of this time right now, dude, where they're losing games that, like, it, it just – I mean, it really, like – it really hurts my heart a little bit. Like, I hate even get emotional. But I'm just like, dude, it happens every – dude, it just Keep happens it every stinking year to them, man. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know what they've got to do to fix it, man, because they're better – again, like you said, one of the teams that's trending down for me as well is the Seahawks. And uh, – is just no, there's no getting around it. Um, they're asking Russ to do way too much. Um, but dude, um, I Kyle, agree. I want to, yeah. I want to hear what you maybe had like some thoughts because I know you, you, you really like to talk about where Miami's sitting in your, in your rankings. Um, and then Hampton, I want to hear. I've heard there's mm-hmm. a hot take that's a brewing. <laughs> okay, I'll give, I'll give yeah. that real quick that's after good. Kyle kind of wraps. Yeah. To go, to go yeah. quickly about the NFC West, it was funny because, like, I know when we first started this pod, we were talking about how big of a gauntlet it was. But it's kind of weird because, you know, like, you got teams like Arizona mm-hmm. and Seattle who are starting to trend downwards. And you got you got the Rams, who credit to y'all, because I think both y'all picked them to come out of that division, who are, who are standing tall in that division. Um, and I don't think that got, that division is much of a gauntlet. Like, I, I'm still – I'm still high on Arizona just because I, I like watching them play. I like Kyler, but Kyler being banged up has definitely hurt them. But in the NFC yes. West, I think Rams Rams definitely look good there. And Seahawks' defense, man, and Russ just having to do too much. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on the Seahawks and why I, I really didn't think about putting them in my top five. Um, but Miami, man, Miami's weird. Like They are weird. I agree. I don't. I don't I only hate on Tua a lot because I like messing with messing with you, Hampton, <laughs> and all the other Alabama 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 homers. Um, like when it was <laughs> when it was seven to six at halftime against Cincy, I put in our little group message. I said, "What's going on in Tua Town? The defense not scoring enough touchdowns for you." <laughs> but take me but, up, too. <laughs> I it would, but um, but that's kind of it's weird though because that offense, man. Like, yeah, they they beat the Rams pretty handily, but like it wasn't because of the offense, and it's like. I don't mm-hmm. want to compare Miami to Pittsburgh, but I kind of get the same feel with both those teams. I just feel like Pittsburgh's on another level of this type of team. Um, defense carrying uh-huh. them. Um, That's fair. But no run that, game. No run game. Uh, but I mean, two two is looking promising. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not here to bash that. But I I think yeah. they're still a year or two away from being potentially a top five. But Cal, can I ask you? But yeah, can I ask you a quick? Yes, sir. Here, Go ahead, here's Chase. my question, and that's like what ran through my head. Who, who are you taking? And, and let's just say neutral site game. Who are you taking? The Vikings or the uh, the Finns? Dude, that's a great question because I I'm really high on my on the Vikings and I'm kind of low on Miami, but I feel like Miami can defend Dalvin Cook and primetime Kirk. But then again, I feel like. Miami's going to really struggle to move the ball there. I mean, 
if if anyone's a betting man, I say hammer the under. <laughs> but but I, I really think that game would come down to who plays better. I think that game's not Minnesota versus Miami. I think that game would turn into Tua versus Kirk Cousins. Whichever whichever quarterback plays better in that game is going to win that game, um, which I know is kind of a – well, yeah, obviously, for most cases. <laughs> but, but, I mean, Jared Goff threw for 400 and Tua threw for, like, 100, and they got beat by handily. Um but yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously numbers lie sometimes. But I, I think that really, whichever quarterback gets comfortable, uh, I would have to give, I would have to give the upper hand to Minnesota just because I think they have, a, uh, they have more offensive weapons, they have more balance offensively, they're harder to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would give the edge to Minnesota. Um, but, but yeah, you're right. Give it a couple years, let Miami get a couple more weapons, a couple more years of experience, and but I, I'm I'm rolling Minnesota right there. That's a good question. I'm assuming you're going to take the same stance since you got Minnesota. Yeah, I do. I, I think I think like you okay. said that Manny, up, dude. I think that uh, I have more faith in the Vikings being able to run the ball than uh, the Dolphins. I think that's what it comes down to. I, I, yeah, like, and, for sure. and I think that both both yeah. quarterbacks, it would come down to them just not <laughs> turning the ball over. And they are they already like yeah. I think that Minnesota can rely on the run enough. Um, I do think that the Dolphins give a really they got a really good defense though. It wouldn't be easy. It'd be fun fun, fun game like you said. Hammer the under. Um, but dude, I want to yeah. transition <laughs> into Hampton. Hampton's got me intrigued, man. He said that he's got something that's been on his heart. <laughs> so Hampton, what, <laughs> what is your hot take to end this? I really enjoyed this episode. So. I, I think this is a really fun too. hypothetical, and I'd, I'd love to hear – I know there's some teams that are right there. I can think of multiple. I mean, the Titans and the Colts. and I mean, you, I mean, like you said, Seattle's Colts. right there. There's a couple of teams. I'd yeah. love to hear what everyone had to say. But, Hampton, I want to hear what your hot take is to end this just really fun uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I got before I get into that, let me ask you all gentlemen a question. Do you know who's leading the league in passing yards this year? Aaron Rodgers? It was Burrow. It was Burrow before he got hurt, I'm pretty sure. It is not Aaron Rodgers. Is it? It is not Joe Burrow. All right, Wes. It is not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me like give me five seconds real quick. Um Don't Google it. Don't Google it. I promise I'm not. Would it be Jared Goff? No, no, I don't know. It's gotta it's gotta be Josh Allen. (laughs) Dang, all right, well, Ah, I'm done. All right, that's picks. It is no other than Deshaun Watson. Wow. He didn't even cross my mind. And here's where I'm going with this. If Deshaun Watson were on another team, he would consistently be talked about as a top five quarterback. Consistently on the podcast, we have talked about Lamar Jackson and how he needs more help, you know, and how he needs more help to translate into um, a better overall performance for himself and his team. All right, Deshaun Watson, while they have not been winning games this year, granted because of their defense has been awful um, and the lack of weapons he has around him, Deshaun has thrown for 3,542 yards. He has 24 passing touchdowns and six interceptions with a QBR of 119.7. He is Mahomes' level. I think him and Mahomes, honestly – from like a talent perspective and the impact that they have on people around them, if you gave Deshaun Watson the same weapons that Mahomes had, they would be um, producing similar output. I think Deshaun Watson needs to be rescued. I don't know who needs to come take over GM 
and be his coach in Houston um, and build a team around him uh, to best suit him, or he needs to get the heck out of Dodge so he can thrive and get the respect that he deserves in this league because he has been slept on this year and other years due to the crummy situation he's been in in Houston. Bro, what do we can, think can about I just this, gentlemen? I know Graham might hate me for this. He wouldn't. He wouldn't at all. But, dude, dude, it, it's it okay if he does. <laughs> I, I immediately thought about, like, dude, if if the Falcons, like, if you gave him the Falcons offense and you took Matt Ryan out of there, yep. dude, oh, my gosh. Like, dude, what a freaking fun team to watch. I know. Yeah, and there's other things that need to happen on the Falcons team. But, dude, think if you plugged in Sean Watson for yep. Matt Ryan. Oh, my gosh, dude, that – that would be a fun, fun, fun team to watch. That they would legit like. I, I wouldn't miss a game if that was how. I mean, that'd be so much fun. No, I wouldn't got? either. Yeah, I remember seeing something. It might have been on Twitter or something. I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. But it was like they were talking about Deshaun Watson's numbers after Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien got fired, and they were like astronomical, like MVP level numbers. Um, but that's that's a. That's a great take, and that's honestly someone who has been completely swept off the radar this year, which obviously is because they're, they're yeah. losing. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, Deshaun's always been that dude. I mean, he took he took the Chiefs to, down, gave them a game last year in the playoffs, and then we don't have to say what happened there. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like, I like Deshaun, <laughs> and you're exactly right. I mean, trading away Hopkins for a bag of, bag of Doritos and a, and a candy bar was just – a slap in the face and really just a complete disgrace because I feel like we have missed out on what could have been with Sean Watson if if the proper yeah. management would have been accounted for there. Dude. But, I mean, you're exactly right, though. Sean Watson, a guy that we don't talk about at all, that nobody talks about, that is an MVP caliber quarterback with absolutely Dude, no Hampton, Can you just think about if the mm-hmm. Falcons were to bring it? Because he's from Gainesville, like right north of Atlanta, dude. Man, that was the first team I thought about. And, dude, I think that if – think about how many, like, times you look at the Falcons game and they're losing by just a little bit, and it's because Matt Ryan has subpar quarterback play. Like, you wouldn't even have to, like, initially, yep. like, fix the defense if you just connected more on offense, dude. That would be – I would love to see him in a Falcons jersey. That would be Michael Vick. Like, dude, I hey, love hey. that. Think, hey, they, they both have – pretty big contracts. I mean, would it would it be would a trade be even plausible? Mm, man, that'd be so much fun. <sighs> if the Texans are dumb enough, yeah, which <laughs> they've proven they so are. I guess Bill O'Brien <laughs> would still need to be there if that was if they would make that trade. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure Atlanta could load in some draft picks and a couple young pieces, but I think as long as you keep Ridley and Julio, <laughs> trade everybody else, right? Cuz Deshaun can and work that, with dude, that. Atlanta yeah. tr- like Atlanta's so bad in the draft, they might as well give up draft picks. Like they <laughs> they yeah, they they and they do it too. They're willing to give up a massive amount of draft picks in order to get like something like that. Hampton, that's a really good hot take. That that was very insightful. I appreciate that. Hey, you're welcome, man. Um, I I don't know why it kind of came up. I I was listening to one podcast and they just mentioned that he had he was leading the league in passing yards, and I said, oh, I got like I've got to bring him, yeah. you know, got to bring him up. Um and just kind of give a different perspective and give him a little bit of spotlight because, Kyle, like you said, they've we swept him under the rug and kind of forgotten about him, you know, because he's hidden on a terrible team. Um, so here's hoping that next year will be, uh, you know, brighter and better and brighter for uh, old Deshaun and for in, the uh, in Houston. So, 
Yeah, for the troops, for the troops. <laughs> well, guys, um, I think that'll wrap up another edition of the NFL Recap Show on the Trojan Tailgate Network. Thank you so much for listening uh, each and every week. We really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social media handles um, on Instagram and Twitter for up-to-date show times and links to those shows. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, and gentlemen, I don't know why I keep saying gentlemen, but fellas, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I, I really enjoyed it. I think we had a really good episode and um, hopefully gave something um, to the listeners that they enjoy um, kind of thinking about. Maybe um, if you listen to this podcast, shoot us a tweet or a DM um, and let us know your top six teams in the NFL. We'd love to hear from y'all um, and kind of give some feedback. And for uh, myself, Kyle and Chase, we hope you have a great week and enjoy your NFL Sunday.